Welcome to Mind Body Boss. This is the podcast for people who know that our minds and bodies are connected. They affect one another, and the more we learn how they operate, the more we get to be the boss of our life experience. We're your hosts, Michelle Stevenette and April Judd. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, everyone. We Before we get started today... Um, as y'all know, Michelle and I met teaching Pure Bar together. Mm-hmm. Pure Bar has a special place in both of our hearts, and there is a yes. new one opening up in Salt Lake. Michelle, tell us so all about excited. it. So excited. I am going to be teaching at the new Pure Bar studio. It's called Pure Bar Central 9th. It's right downtown, and right now they have a founding members deal. So if you are interested in giving it a try, the first 100 founding members can get unlimited Pure Bar for $99 a month for life, and there are actually less than 30 of those remaining. So if you're interested in and that go to show notes there's a phone number there to call and you can get in on that deal so and you can come and meet me in real life we can be real life friends and i'll be in some of those classes so you'll see me too it'll be so much fun a hundred dollars for life that's awesome jump on that okay also if you have not been to our instagram go to our instagram mind.body.boss is our instagram handle and we've kind of been having some awesome conversation there um a conversation from this week we were talking about um meditation and how meditating is a little bit by like exercising and one of our followers there on instagram um her handle is an unexpected me but her name is marley and she had a great um insight and she said you know it's a lot like exercising but it's also a lot like a shower for your soul yes meditation a shower for your soul that's awesome and it washes your brain it does and she said this is a direct quote she said dirt grime and oil are washed down the drain for me, meditating is that is like all that stress, hurt, and pain are washed away as I connect to the Holy Ghost and my Father in Heaven. I have totally experienced this sort of concept of having like a shower for your brain when I meditate because I have just the other day when I woke up and I went to do a meditation and my initial feelings, I had I'd gone to bed honestly a little bit frustrated about some things and when I woke up in the morning like that kind of was lingering and I remember thinking like, hold on, Michelle, why are you letting yourself be frustrated? Like, let's... Like, I had reasons for it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I, I kind of want to move beyond that. And I I was so looking forward to my meditation because I knew that it would kind of help reset my mind to where mm-hmm. I wanted it to be. And like kind she of said. wash that away. It's a cleanse. Yes. Really, it's it's cleansing, cleansing, cleansing your mind and helping you connect with your soul. So thank you so much. If you have not come to join the conversation over on Instagram at mind.body.boss, please do. Come yeah. connect with us. Come hang out. Come chat. Um We'll definitely be asking if we can share some of your insights as well because y'all are smart and we love you. Yes. So come over and visit us. Okay. Enough about Instagram. Enough enough announcements for the podcast today. What are we talking about, Michelle? We are talking about something that fixes everything. Wait. What? It fixes everything? (laughs) Is it Diet Coke? Just kidding. But sometimes I think that fixes everything. Gratitude. And at first we were like, are we doing gratitude seriously in the month of November? Because it sounds really like cliche. But it's like doing it's like wearing florals in the spring. And it's like wearing (laughs) the color burgundy in the fall. Like you just do it and you love it and you own it. So here we are. Gratitude in November. Gratitude in November. And honestly, I have to say, um, so right now we're in the middle of the meditation challenge that we're doing with Deepak and and um Actually, it's just Deepak. It really is just Deepak. There's no usually, Oprah this Yeah, time. usually it's Deepak and Oprah, and she's been advertising for it, but yeah. I have yet to hear Oprah's voice. That's true. But when I did my very first uh, one of these meditation challenges, Oprah was a part of it, and it was all about gratitude. And I have to say that that particular season really like intensified 
what how I experienced gratitude so, so deeply. And I have gained a whole new appreciation for the power of this and how it really does have like the power to fix or so to soften, soften, help, ev- assist everything, everything in your life, everything. everything. I mean, let's go through. Okay. So I find myself, and I think both of us feel the same way. Actually, before we started recording this podcast, Michelle and I took a gratitude test we found on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. And in this gratitude test, it tells you kind of your level of gratitude. And I would say without bragging, Michelle and I are fairly grateful people, I think just in general. I think we were sort of, in some ways, it's part of just who we we are. Like, I think some people are just naturally, like your character just sort of lends to that a little bit. Yeah. A little for more some grateful. people more than others, maybe. I don't know. Not and that we're comparing, but... No. Um, but as we are thinking of ways that maybe ingratitude shows up. shows up in our lives, Yeah, these are the things we were thinking about. Yeah. And um, the issues that you may be having when you're not being a super grateful person, like complaining. Yeah, when I, yeah for sure. The complaining or uh, just sort of those moments of pity party victimness that I think... I don't know. I think everybody experiences that. I know I definitely have moments of that on a semi-regular basis. Yeah, woe is me, man. Like, I totally agree. Even if it's small and even if it's not, like, super dramatic, like, yeah, you're feeling sorry for yourself at some point in time. Yeah, even if it's just, like, I can't believe every time I'm in a hurry, I'm stuck behind the slow person. Like, the victim mentality, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or have to pick up my kid's socks again. (laughs) Why do I have to do this all the time? You know, just even small thoughts like that. I mean, they they creep in and before long, you know, you're kind of like, you're putting on that lens of seeing everything through a complaint, through like a level of entitlement. Um, like everything should be working out for you. Your kids should be picking up their socks. Sure. And then because that should all be happening, you're comparing your life to the people whose kids do pick up their socks. Well, I don't know if there is anybody like that. Actually, I think that's a myth. (laughs) Yes, but you're comparing your life to something that you think it should be, but it Mm -hmm. shouldn't, obviously, because it's not. And and you're generating that feeling of frustration for yourself. Yes. Um, I used to, back to how you said, you know, both of us, I think, are generally pretty grateful people, but I used to really believe, and I've talked about this on a previous podcast, but I used to really believe that I shouldn't want anything better or more than I have because that means I'm not grateful. Hmm. So for example, um, if I ever, you know, wanted a, a car that served me in a different way or a house that served me in a different way or clothes that served me in a different oh, way, I'm like, oh, for then sure. I must not be grateful for the house and the car and the clothes that I have. I felt this way about wanting more children. How it would be like, oh, well, if I was grateful for the kids that I have, like I had a hard time getting pregnant with Vivian, with my youngest. And when I was going through a little bit of some infertility, I was like, well, I am, I love my other children. Why is this so, feels so important to me to have another one? Obviously I'm not grateful for them. Yep. Not grateful for my kids, <laughs> I suppose. But no, I That's really was like, true. no, I'm so grateful for them. I'm so grateful for them. In fact that I, for some reason, because I'm so grateful for them, I really have an even bigger desire to have another one. Yeah. And I think that that's the way it's supposed to be. And for many of us, I think we, um, we can see it more clearly when it comes to something that we feel is of great worth, like, like family or like knowledge. We're like, everyone thinks those things are important. Right. Widely accepted. So what's why, so it's fine to want more of that, but Mm -hmm. you shouldn't want more of you know, anything material. Okay. So yours came, I know that a big epiphany came for you 
in regards to a new home. Yeah, it really did. Because for many, many years, there was part of me that wanted to have a house that served our family in a different way than our current one did. And, um, and I remember thinking like, no, Michelle, you just need to be grateful for the house that you have. And I kept thinking like, well, I am grateful for the house that I have. So then why do I, why am I even entertaining the idea of a different one? Because then I'm, and so I kind of gave myself these self lashings of like, well, you're just not grateful enough because if you're grateful, you wouldn't want a different one, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and I finally, over many years, kind of real came to this realization that that's really gratitude and wanting more are really not in conflict with each other. In fact, they help generate each other. They help um, help us. And so, and I and I realized that this is actually the big epiphany came to me when I realized that this is how we're actually taught to pray: is to first express gratitude and then ask for what you want or need. You ask yeah. for more. You have gratitude and you want more. And and I realized like, oh, it's actually natural and good for us to grow and to desire progress. And just because I wanted a home that served our family in a different way doesn't mean that I'm not so appreciative of the home that took care of my family for 16 years that we lived in mm -hmm. and that I still love that house. We drive by it on occasion and I'm like, I just love that house. Yeah. Well, you'd never move on. You'd never expand. You'd never grow if you felt like gratitude had to keep you where you are. Right, right. Like it, it, w it was a very limiting feeling. And I mm -hmm. think gratitude is very expansive. It's the opposite of limiting. I yes. think scarcity and abundance and gratitude, I think, only lives in abundance. Yes, and it's a very abundant feeling. Absolutely. Speaking of feelings, gratitude and love interchangeable. I 100% agree. I remember a, a friend once pointing that out that they were, that they're basically the same feeling like in the body, the, how you feel love and how you feel gratitude. They're basically the same. Yeah. The emotion that it brings up for both of those things are interchangeable. The more I think about it, the more love and gratitude are, I don't think you can have one without having the other. I agree on some level. Yeah. They're so, so interconnected that they're but they feel like the same true gratitude. Yes. And true love. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think of that because back to, you know, this whole me being pregnant with my last child is very fresh in my mind. Cause she's not very old. She's only 16 months right now. And when I was pregnant with her, I mean, I'm just surrounded by some incredible people in my life. And I think because I've gone through a little bit of infertility, I think because, um, I had, you know, been vulnerable with a lot of friends and people in my life about some of that and about my excitement for this baby and for this girl and for expanding our family. Um, I was really lucky enough to have some incredible people surrounding me that, um, did a lot of nice things for me surrounding this pregnancy, whether it was, uh, you know, throwing a shower for me or a meal or a gift or, um, you know, just just being excited, like generally excited for me, just any of those things. And so throughout this pregnancy, I found myself writing over 50 thank you cards. Wow. And as I sat to write each one of those thank you cards, every single time, and you know, a little bit of hormones, I'm sure play in here. Every single time I was overcome with emotion and love. And I felt a deeper connection with each one of the people that I wrote a thank you card to more than I ever have. 
and it may have been one-sided. They might have gotten that thank you card, but it was so personal to me. And it the love and gratitude that came to me in those moments was, for lack of sounding dramatic, life-changing in my relationships with those people. That's so powerful. So powerful. I had on maybe a smaller level, a similar experience just with a birthday gift that I got this year that was a group gift from some of my friends. And I decided to write each of them a thank you note. And as I sat and wrote each of them a thank you note, I had kind of a similar experience of just this overwhelming like thankfulness for the love that they showed and for my love for them. And it was like this amazing like reciprocal I don't know. I just, I wrote these notes and I just found myself in my little office there writing and just sobbing. Yes. Just full blown like tears yes. of like, wow, this is like cathartic. I had to start, I had to start keeping, keeping tissues next to my thank you cards as I was writing them to these people because it was, it was just so much. I can't believe this person took the time to get this gift or to do this for me or to come to this baby shower or Whatever this was, it just felt like just a whole level of appreciation in my life. Yeah. And it, and it really is like love and gratitude all interconnected. Yes. All coming together. So yeah. I mean, it tells you a little bit of what love and gratitude can do for your life. But a couple of the things that we have found that those feelings of gratitude and that love really can help with everything. These are some of the ways is it boosts your happiness. Oh yeah. It definitely like gives that little mold. Like it's like a multiplier. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little multiplier. It's like, it's like the is it exponent that's like your little like, Oh squ- yeah. You know, that, yeah. like exponentially it grows things quickly. Yeah. It really, it really truly does. And all oh, my, my math examples. I'm so good at math. <laughs> Ask my children how good it's great. Um, I think one thing that it really also is awesome at is it helps in those moments of challenge or frustration or I don't know, whatever, even just those little day-to-day moments, if there's a way to kind of reconnect to some gratitude, it really does help you kind of savor the present, even if it's something you're not fully like loving or thinking you would enjoy. Like it helps you sort of accept the things that are outside of your control and feel more at peace. Yeah. And just kind of lessen the kind of take the edge off of negative emotions. Sure. I think it also, I think once you've experienced gratitude for someone or something, once that exists in your memory, in your brain, in anything you experience, I think once that's there, it is easier to drum up that feeling again. So my example of that is, um, again, back to me being pregnant. (laughs) Um, there was an adorable lady in my church group that showed up on my doorstep one day and brought me a hand knitted quilt. And I had sat by her a few times in church and chatted with her and I go visit her every once in a while. And I think she's just so sweet and kind of this little, you know, fiery old sister that I love. And she, she brought you, she brought me a quilt. She, it was a, well, a hand knitted blanket with these like beautiful 3d flowers on it. And like, I just was so grateful for her. And every single time I see her now, I immediately just like love and warmth is like the feeling that I get. Yes. And it's just like, Oh man, I gotta go see how she's doing. I go sit by her. I gotta go talk to her. Remember when she made me that incredible blanket? Like I just had gratitude all over again. So I think once you create that in your head, it's easier for that to spark, to come right back up and for you to feel that emotion again. So the better you are at 
feeling that gratitude, I think the more often it will come into your life. Like you said, it just multiplies. Well, yeah, it's it's like a neurological pathway, mm-hmm. the feeling of gratitude. And of course, it's going to be directed at various things. But, but, but yeah, when you practice an emotion like that, um, actually practicing any emotion is going to make it easier to feel f- for better or worse. Right. But the more that you can practice that, like that's a really, really powerful way of being, way of living. And it feels really good. It makes a magnificent life. And sometimes it's really hard. Maybe right now you're thinking, okay, I've got this problem with this person in my life. And my viewpoint on them so far is they're really easy to complain about. They're, they do all these things and they're super annoying and I'm having a hard time with them because obviously I'm having a hard time with them. I, who wouldn't have a hard time with them? They're entitled and they're this and they're that. And you're going through all these things. And that's this, you know, You've gotten really, really good at creating that pathway that is complaining about this person. The story, yeah. Yeah, that story you're telling yourself. And so as soon as you can break that and think, okay, no, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. This time, instead of complaining about this thing that this person did, I'm going to feel grateful about something else. Or grateful that now you get to practice being who you want to be. Yeah. Despite what somebody else's behavior is, right? Sure. Um, because Any, it is an opportunity, anything right? Anything you can do to get gratitude into that placement. Right. I, that, whatever you <laughs> want to do for it. Like find right. gratitude concerning that person and rewrite that story for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I remember one time, this just brings me back to a time when I was, uh, facing a, something super challenging for me, probably the most challenging thing. And I remember kneeling down to pray, looking for some relief, some comfort, some, you know, some comfort really and um some peace and i remember distinctly this thought like you need to like give thanks for this challenge and i was like what Ooh, like cool. heavens no this this i'm not a saint not something i'm not I'm, a saint and i'm not grateful for this so <laughs> there's that this. and i just remember what a humbling kind of new perspective that sort of gave me of like you know what this horrible thing that i feel like i'm experiencing right now is shaping me and yeah not that it's happening whether I am grateful for it or not Mm -hmm. so if it's happening anyway why not take some ownership of the experience on your side of it my role and and be who I want to be yeah and create some gratitude and you want to be a grateful person yeah right yeah okay another another thing it can do is I think that it can um heal you Gratitude, I think, heals and helps through trauma. Um, we talked about it creating resiliency in your life. Well, I think about, um, I don't know, you. I we probably all know of people like um, Stephanie Nielsen, who, you know, was in the fire. Yeah, the and, Nini Dialogues. Right, or um, I, there's another lady, and I, I'm forgetting her name now, but she was a dancer who fell from a cliff in college and became a paraplegic. I mm-hmm. wish I could remember her name now. But these people who have suffered kind of these big things and have somehow come at, come through it mm-hmm. and are now these, you know, I'm, they were, I'm sure, amazing before the event as well, but, but they've been able to, you know, come through it and still find some joy and happiness. I, I think there's a gratitude element in their journey through Absolutely. the grief, through the struggle. And I, you know, even though, I don't know, most of us probably haven't been through something quite that dramatic. I think that you can apply that same thing to those everyday challenges, the everyday frustrations is that, you know, if I can somehow instill a little tiny piece of gratitude or experience that in my body in some way, it does, um, just help make life be a little bit sweeter. And in fact, 
I have a good example of this. When I was doing the gratitude meditation experience, um, it was maybe a year ago, one of the centering thoughts for the day, like there's a different centering thought each day, one of the centering thoughts was, um, I am gladdening my heart. Ooh. I am gladdening my heart. And I remember every day, whatever the centering thought was, I would try and remind myself of it throughout the day a couple mm-hmm. of times and just kind of recenter myself of, for whatever that thought was. And so I'm gladdening my heart. So on the I'm gladdening my heart day, I remember being in the kitchen and everybody had just left their dishes and like walked away. And for me, that was like a frustration because I'm like, okay, everyone in my house is an adult essentially, and they know to put away their dishes and yet nobody did. Mm. And I remember like my initial instinct was like annoyance, frustration, victimhood, like fine. I guess I have to always do it. Right. I'm the mom and it gets left for me. And so that was like my initial gut re- like visceral reaction. Mm-hmm. And then my mind somehow, thankfully, went to the, my centering thought of I'm gladdening my heart. And I was like, how the heck am I gladdening my heart right now? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, pause and center. And in what way can you gladden your heart? And I think because I had been doing this meditation for during that time period, you were creating all those pathways. I was right. And they were, they were available to me. I had just experienced them that morning. I'd had my little morning brain shower, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. I had created that that morning. And all of a sudden my frustration, my angst sort of dissipated. And I was like, how awesome that we have this house and these plates and this food and I have family members and like, and it wasn't like a trite, like just trying to name blessings. Like I actually felt like a shift of like the energy in my body to something very different. And all of a sudden I was like, I don't need to be so wound up about that. And if I want help, I can ask for help Mm -hmm. and maybe they'll give it to me. Maybe they won't. But even if they don't, like, does it matter that the dishes are here? Like they'll get done. And maybe I'll be the one that doesn't, but maybe somebody else will. Like, and it just like, well, allowed you to take control of I like that. I love gladdening your heart. I mean, that's yeah. gratitude. I think a glad heart is a grateful heart. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great centering thought. It was I think, really I think it's a great centering thought. That's, that's, that's a good only, one. That's the only one I remember from that <laughs> gratitude. Well, ex- it's obviously an important one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that. Yeah. Try it on. I'm, I'm totally gladdening my on. heart. I'm glad Sitting in traffic. Heart. I'm glad. I'm gladdening my heart. <laughs> Those <laughs> dirty socks on the floor. <laughs> I am gladdening my gladdening, heart. <laughs> gladdening heart currently. I can do this. That's awesome. I really do love that yes. example. Um, one thing I was going to think of and someone that's having a hard time with, you know, a super incredible challenge in life. There's this girl that is a friend of a friend, but I happen to follow her on Instagram now. And you might have heard of her. It's, um, her Instagram handle is Kim can kick it. And she's a young mom that has been battling cancer. Um, for the past like five years of her life. And just recently she had like a giant tumor removed from one of her lungs. And just, there's so many different times that this woman really should not have made it. Wow. And she has. And on her Instagram stories the other day, she said, you know, like I haven't, I haven't been able to get out of bed. Like this is such this hard thing in my life. I cannot get out of bed. So what I want you to do is tomorrow when you get out of bed, take a picture of your feet and tell me why you're grateful. Oh, wow. And I kind of was like, holy cow, there's this person who can't get out of bed. She can't think that she's grateful. And we take that for granted. Totally. And so I can't tell you how many times since my feet have hit the floor, not just to get out of bed, but different times during the day that I'm like, oh, feet, I'm grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you, body. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. That is super powerful. And just an example of, I think, the impact that you can have through your gratitude 
on other people around you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Thank you for sharing that. That's yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, okay. Other ways that you can help feel gratitude. Okay. So you mentioned grateful meditation. Yes. Yes. Um, and I, you know, when we were talking about this, like, I started thinking for a minute, I was like, oh, I'm not really doing an actual gratitude practice. I didn't feel like, and, um, <laughs> I feel like such a hypocrite. <laughs> and, um, but then I realized, no, actually I do have some gratitude practices. It's just not like an actual physical, tangible, like journal or something, oh, which I think mm-hmm. is a fantastic idea. I mm-hmm. actually have done that in the past. I'm not currently, but I do have some intentional gratitude practices that I do and they're morning, night, and every time I eat, which is, I guess, really whenever I usually pray too, now that I'm thinking about it, but I mean, I, gratitude and prayer go hand in hand yes. for, you know, people that believe in prayer and have that spirituality for themselves. Yeah. yeah. So I, when I, before I eat, before I go to bed, when I'm getting out of bed, I actually try to generate those, that feeling. I try to turn my thoughts to places that will help me feel that way. And so even in my bed, for example, I'll be laying there and I'll just think like, I am so grateful that I can lay here in bed, that I have sheets, that I have pajamas, that I have this bed, that I have this house, that I have, that I can breathe, that my lungs mm-hmm. are working, yeah. that I have my family, that I have, you know, that are in the space. That, you yes, know, all like, of the like she said, that your feet are going to hit the floor. They're going to yeah, wake up and get and up. And before I Just eat, like that. I'm like, I hold my food, like my plate or my bowl, and I close my eyes, and I just like feel the sense of like gratitude that I have this beautiful food to put in my body. And it's just such a, it really does shift the energy in your body, which then could, that could be a whole other, um, you know, topic of conversation of what that does neurologically yeah, well, in the shifting body. Shifting your energy, shifting your life, shifting your focus, yeah. taking your you know, lens of complaint away and like changing that lens with one of gratitude and love and seeing everything mm-hmm. through that. Yeah. All it takes is one little shift. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really does change the chemistry in your body to, instead of the fight or flight, you know, to the rest and repair and yeah. heal mode. And, um, so I do have those gratitude practices morning and food time. And when I go to bed, okay. So your gratitude that. practice, gratitude thoughts and it possibly stops. gratitude prayer. Yeah. A little bit, right? Yeah. Um, for me, just recently, I mean, I thought about that too. Like, I've had gratitude journals in the past. Right now, I am currently doing something, and maybe y'all want to do this as an idea, because I think it's a pretty good one. Oh, she shared it with me. You're going to love this. Um, right now, at least, so my husband, Ryan, is um, not materialistic at all. He's like the most sentimental person ever, which is awesome. He's really into like quality time and, um, you know, just things that are really meaningful, which is fabulous as a person in theory and as someone who needs to give this individual gifts from time to time, it kind of sucks. <laughs> because he's not into the gadgets. not into the gifts. Like I got him an Apple watch one year and I think it was used like a total of five times, like which is just... <laughs> great for him and not great for me. And so I'm always racking my brain. Like, you know, Christmas isn't like six weeks or something. And I'm thinking, and we have an anniversary right after that. And I'm like, oh boy, what can I get for you that's sentimental and sweet and thoughtful? Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> and so we're thinking about gratitude and I'm like, that's it. I'm going to fill a notebook with all the reasons that I'm grateful for him. When I and I were dating, I made him this thing for Valentine's Day that was like a hundred reasons why I love you. And so I'm revisiting that and revamping it a little bit and gratitude and love go hand in hand, interchangeable. So right now, every day I am writing down five reasons why I'm grateful for my spouse and putting them in a little notebook and I'm going to gift that to him on Christmas. I love this idea. It's been kind of awesome. 
Well, it's awesome for so many reasons. First of all, it's just a great gift idea and he's going to love it. But then this is generating something beautiful in you on a daily basis. It is. It is helping me because I'm looking for those things during the day. I am looking for what I can write down for him that I'm grateful for. And then I'm seeing them. They're like, they're more alive than they have been. I think this is like the best idea ever. It's going, I, I, she told me this and I was like, you're going to have the best marriage ever. <laughs> Cause you're like yes. focusing on like all of the awesomeness. Yes. And that is going to be your lens. That is going to be your experience of it. And the, the joy you that you love for hat that you have for someone. I, you know, it's, it's easy to take things for granted. Oh, like our feet hitting the floor. Yes, exactly. It's easy not to see those things. And I think it's really easy in close relationships in our lives. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. children and your spouse oh, sure. and um, all sorts of things. And so for that, it was like, oh yeah, no, now I'm seeing all the little things that he does and all the reasons that I love him and I'm grateful for him. And yeah, it's kind of awesome so far. I love that idea. So, I think that's a great idea. A, not even just for your spouse, but like well, anyone, a sibling, a parent, a grandparent, like what a, what a treasure, what a gift. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it'll, you know, cross my fingers. I'll let you know in December if it's sentimental enough for there's your, there's your Christmas gifts. <laughs> but I think that's it. Anyway, there's, there's another gratitude. So we've got, you know, meditation thoughts, a journal or a notebook, a gift for someone we've shared earlier. Um, thank you notes yeah. or if thank you notes are not your thing. Y'all have a phone. Thank you. Texts can totally be a thing for you. And those are also important. And I think. And um, how fun would that be to just like get a random text from somebody just to think you? Here's what I'm grateful for. That's cool. Here's why I love people's birthdays because I love being able to take a second and tell people that are close to me in my life what I appreciate about them. Yeah. And so really it can be anytime, but yeah, you know, a, yeah. appreciation text is always appreciated. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing we thought of was having a good conversation about it. Yeah. Deep conversations yeah. like this today, like, this, like the conversation we're having right now so with good. all of you, you can't see us, but we've had tears. We have, we have, and <laughs> my nose is like running and I'm trying to sniffle up my snot. So I'm not embarrassed in front of Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the snot. It's fine. <laughs> okay. But gratitude is important. And it really does help with every aspect of your your life. life. I have one little quote that I remember seeing on someone's wall that I loved that said, um, give without remembering, receive without forgetting. And I think when you receive without forgetting, uh, it's just, it's like the lady in the blanket. Yes. Yes. I feel feel like that was a gift that I have received over and over and over again because Because I'm grateful for it. You re-experience it every time you see her. You do. Yeah. I remember thinking that way about a neighbor who, um, there was a couple neighbor girls when my son was like in kindergarten who were super sweet with him, like on when he was like getting on the school bus and things. And I will always have a special place in my heart for those girls Mm -hmm. who took him under their wing, you know? Yes. And, um, so yeah, you do. You get to revisit and experience that you mm-hmm. you receive without forgetting. And I think it helps you judge them less. Oh, oh yeah. Because everyone's you, human. You... And at some point in time, the people that you're grateful for are also going to be people that do things that are not going to be probably awesome. Or not in alignment with their best self. Exactly. Because and... everyone's awesome. So by not awesome, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your yeah. clarification, Michelle. You're amazing. That's why I have you here. Uh, but I think that... Because you felt that gratitude and that love for someone, you're going to give them compassion yeah. instead of judgment. Yeah. When. Which feels so much better. So much better. Feels so much better. Gratitude is really like such a fun way to live. Yeah. 
it's such a fun way to live. It's a game changer. It really is. I remember even just driving in my car again when I was like going through like practicing more and more gratitude. And I remember just being in awe of like my steering wheel and in awe of the sky and in awe of the road. In fact, even one time I was sitting um, on my couch with my husband and I had this thought of like how many hands were involved in the experience I'm having right now. Like somebody designed and created the blanket. Somebody designed and created the couch that I'm sitting on. There were how many people were involved in just the building of my home. Somebody had to architect and engineer it. Somebody had to drop the plan. Somebody had to like all the different subcontractors and then the TV on the wall, like all of the hands that were involved for me to experience this moment right then. It just like opened my eyes up to just how connected the world is and just how amazing it all is. Yes. I think that a lot when I think of how grateful I am for somebody. When I think about like my gratitude for my spouse, I think about my gratitude for his parents, for his teachers, for the people that helped raise him, for his friends, for like all, those all the surrounding involvements. Like I think about, you know, when someone that you just love, like I'm grateful for all the people that shaped you into this person that I'm grateful for and that I love. Like that, that goes a long way. Yeah. And it, it really will enhance your life. Um, we have a quote from Melanie Beadle and she said, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, and confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Gratitude helps everything. It does. Everything. Uh, Come hang out with us. Come see us on Instagram. Come join us. Talk about what you're grateful for. Think of five things. Write them down. Start today. Start right now. You have time to be grateful. It will enhance your life. We believe in it. Come so comment you. on our stuff. We'd love to hear what you're grateful for. Oh, and leave us a rating. Oh, that's a good leave idea. Leave us a rating on Apple iTunes. Tell us what you think. Help us out. Spread the word. Have We're grateful for you. Thank you. Love you all. Bye. Hey, thanks for being here today. We appreciate you listening. Yes, I'm so glad you were here. Did you know we have an Instagram account specifically for this podcast? We sure do. Come find us on Instagram at mind.body.boss. We are continuing the conversation over there and we would love to hear from you. We'd love your insights. We'd love your questions, your ideas, your thoughts. Come and meet us over on Instagram. We'll see you there.